0: Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So, start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks guys. Hey everyone, welcome to the Planet PDX Podcast. We are just a bunch of creatives that are wanting to grow and collaborate with other people and build a community. Um, And in this season, season two, we are focusing on worship and what that looks like. Last week, we were able to share a song that uh, I wrote, Stephen, and the background of it, as well as the um, the work and every word and what that looked like. And in this episode, we get to talk about the pocket. I talked about that in the last section of the last episode, like what that looks like living in the pocket and being in the space where we are able to um, see supernatural happen, to see growth happened to see life on a different lens so today we get to actually explore what that looks like and amber and i are back so the duo is back so we're super stoked to be able to um just tackle this question because a lot of people are like well i don't know what worship looks like i know what it is but i don't know what that means to be in a space where people encounter god like what does that even look like or mean so we get to dive into that in this episode so we're super excited and we are just thrilled to jump in because this is where Amber and I like to sit and talk for hours on this, so we're going to not try to be in the hour mark, but we're going to do our best to make it um, concise and also to have it be lightweight and fun. So here we go. Alrighty, so in this episode, Amber, will say what's up.
1: Hi, hey, what's up? <laughs>
0: welcome back you you know lone traveler um traveling in the in the crazy season of work um so um yeah so we're just really stoked to have you back because obviously i need you because i i see that people listen more so because of you not because of me so you know Mm. (laughs) all that (laughs) so uh yeah (laughs) Thank God that you're back. <laughs> <Just kidding.
2: laughs> mm, yay. I'm happy to be back. I'm very happy to be
0: back. Awesome. Um, and so this week, we're going to be talking about the pocket. I know this is like kind of a new phrase that I've been using. Um,
2: yeah, I was going to say, do you want to go over that just real quick?
0: Yeah. So this pocket is, you know, I think really we've been told like, hey, look at like. like we hear it in sports. We hear it in different kinds of places. Like, oh, you have deep pockets. That means you're rich or, or you, you know, you got to get in this pocket when it comes to sports or like whatever. And like when um, we were talking about this at church, at the collective, um, we were talking about getting in the pocket of worship. And I was like, okay, like, what does that look like? What does that mean? And Jenny Donnelly, shout out, she does, does tell us that, um in the streets. They have a podcast. So shameless plug for them. Um, she was talking about, okay, like, we need to actually get in this place where we are literally, like, being placed into, like, Jesus's pocket and, like, letting him um, lead us and for us to let go of control because if you're in someone's pocket, you're not going anywhere. Like, you're literally being led and you are moving in that kind of capacity. And when I thought about that, she... And it made perfect sense. I was like, "Wow, like that's amazing!" Like I like to, I want to be in the pocket. I love warm places. Pockets are really warm, and also like I don't like to control things. So like that's even better because I can just surrender and I can be in a place of comfort. And a lot of times, surrender and comfort are not in the same capacity. But when it comes to worship, when it comes to Jesus, like it is like surrender and peace are in the same exact phrase. You know. Sacrifice yeah. everything, and you'll find your life. Like that sounds yeah. insane, but that's how uh, God calls us to live in this upside down kingdom. Um. So, when we, so how do we get into this pocket of worship? Is you know what I want to talk about that is like okay, like we have to obviously be in a in a posture of humility. Um. And we have to be in a posture of actually, excuse me, a posture of humility and a posture of praise. And I think a lot of times like people like want to only sit in the humility aspect because we've been told so long that be humble, like humility, like surrender. But if we're just being humble and like being in that humility spot, like we also need to be expectant and in in that awesome posture of, Hey, I get to worship Jesus. This is really awesome because He wants to lavish me, and He wants to have me be excited about His love for me. And if I'm only living mm-hmm. in this posture of humility, I'm going to be like, "Well, I just don't deserve it. Oh, this and this and this, and you're missing out. Like you're literally like looking at it from a from a place of I don't deserve. I'm never going to be good enough." but when you look at it in the both and you're like, yeah, I don't deserve this, but I still have this. And like, that's amazing. Like the fact that I've been called worthy because of Jesus, not because of me. Like I get to live in this place of joy because I know that I did not do anything, but God did everything for me. And living in that place and getting to that place is amazing. And it's also a really awesome place for people to to sit in because a lot of people go and they want to be in the extremes of always being excited everything's always dandy amazing great rad whatever or they're like oh i guess i just don't know like god's so good but i don't know like all this different kinds of stuff like that people like live in and it's just like wait like when we're actually like in the place where god we're like we're humble we're like thankful and full of gratitude, but also like, dang, like, wow, God, like, you're so amazing. You're so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually yeah. get to embrace and enjoy the goodness of God in such a tangible way. Um, and wow. I think that's where people want to actually live. They they don't know what that means because they're so afraid of it. Um, because tangibility, when it comes to Jesus is a very foreign thing for people like, Oh, I have the Bible. Oh, I have this, I have, you know, church. But like when it comes to actually encountering Jesus and the Holy Spirit, like they're like, well, that's just way too crazy, (laughs) you know? And like, they just want to be hands off. But like what worship actually does is it brings a full on connection to, from heaven to earth in a supernatural way because as we both know like worship is powerful <laughs> yeah and um yeah um we just we just both have seen we both have heard we both have experienced um breakthrough um when it comes to words of knowledge or you know prophetic or the supernatural realm of healing of which you can totally testify yourself, Amber. Yeah, um, yeah, you're <clears throat> totally. a walking miracle.
2: Yeah, Lord completely restored my health. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, well, you know some things that I'm healing from. It's a, it's a process, that he saved my life a year ago. So, oh. um, yeah, it's he's definitely very true to his words. So when he says something he says he's going to do it <laughs> he does it yeah exactly <laughs> and he does it in the most
1: way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Really, really a good way
1: yeah
2: but yeah one of the things i was thinking about when <clears throat> when you were talking about the pocket was um and then about humility um i've always struggled i don't know if other people struggle with this but um when You do, you know, when you sing worship and people compliment you on your vocals or your harmonies are great or, you know, just whatever. I always struggle with, well, how do I respond to that? Because I don't want to respond out of false humility, but I know exactly, you know, where my voice comes from and, you know, where the glory goes for all of it. So Mm -hmm. that's always been a struggle. You know, what do you say? What do you do? And God, like, he, he showed me the answer to that. And on Sunday. So I haven't seen worship. I took a little bit of a break. I think that that's something maybe we'll talk about in another podcast, but it's a really good thing to do just to to rest in the Lord and just take a little bit of time off. Yeah, that totally. time. So I was doing that for February and I had a, a guy come up to me and just say, I know you're taking a break and that's awesome, but um, you know, I'm just really excited. so excited for when you get back and your voice is just amazing you know he was just super sweet and um I was like oh my goodness thank you and you know went straight to that spot of oh you know I don't I don't want what belongs to the Lord and I don't want to get in the way of what belongs to the Lord like the Lord gave me this gift of my voice and but I totally use it for him mm-hmm. and so how do I deal with this or whatever and Lord showed me this picture of him standing right next to me and that guy was talking to me and he was the one getting the constant for standing there like a proud father. And then out of his joy, the overflow was what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And so it was just such a sweet picture because, you know, it was just, it was just this picture of he's in the room. He's right there. He's standing right next to me. And he's, you know, he is my father. So he's happy hearing what this, this man was saying. It gave him joy. It made him smile. You know, right. and I, I just, I don't know, I just love that picture. And mm-hmm. I think that that is probably as close to being in the pocket of worship. I wasn't even singing, but obviously, um, worship is much, much more than, than just singing. But
1: mm-hmm. I was right. just
2: standing next next to my Jesus, standing next to my Father, um, you know, just right there. And it was the best thing ever, you know, just, I just felt like such this peace and about all of it and I thought wow that was super cool that he just showed me that picture so that was kind
0: of yeah and I think what something I was
2: thinking about
0: totally and I think something that you said, like you just said like it's it's not only in worship that we can enter the pocket like I believe that we're supposed to be in the pocket mm-hmm. every day like we are supposed to be yeah. living in the pocket and I think Something that we want to talk through is like, how do we get into the pocket of worship? Like, because if we're just coming to worship, coming to the pocket and being in the presence of God, like when we are literally only doing something like worship or reading, what happens if we, when we stop doing that? Like, are we just existing? You know, like yeah. that's, that's where we don't want to be. That's not, we want to be in this vibrant place where we are actually living in continuation in the presence. Like the pocket can be in the mm-hmm. same way, the presence of God, because we just want to be um, living in it. We don't want to ever leave that space. And I think yeah. what you said, like what you took off a month and you were resting, like that's a way to get in, to live daily in the presence, in the pocket of Jesus, because you're saying, mm-hmm. Hey God, like you, you, don't need me to do this and i sometimes feel like i am the person that has to do this all the time like i'll speak for myself because i came from a place where it was just like hey like we need you hey we need you hey there's no other drummers hey like there's no other this like it was like dang like i don't even know if i can even take a break and be able to be just someone that enjoys the sermon or enjoys the service or just wants to Mm -hmm just worship without having to be thinking about the next set list, you know? Or yeah, being well,
1: if you,
2: if you think about it, you know, like if, you know, my voice could go away tomorrow, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, you know, you could lose your ability to play drums, you know, from a number of different ways. And, you know, the thing that I've been, you know, just really thinking about is, you know, where am I at then? So am I still in this place of worship with Jesus, even if I'm not singing, even if I'm not, you right. know, doing what I normally do every Sunday, am I, am I still worshiping Jesus, you know, with all of my heart, you know, soul, mind and strength, you know, mm-hmm. am I? And I had to tackle that because, um, I was really insecure about taking time off because, uh, I just thought that, well, and you know, all just. I not need me anymore or just a whole bunch of stuff went through my mind that yeah. wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, I don't know if it was the enemy or just me. Um, but you know, it just wasn't true. And the Lord kept pointing me back to the John 8, about, you know, the truth will set you free and he just kept pressing in on me to seek out truth, you know, because you hear lies and they can even be believable. But, but when you seek out the truth, seek and you shall find it. Um, and that's the thing. I have just been digging into the word and there's so much truth and so much security in yeah. Jesus. And and it just replaces my insecurity with his security. And I know even if I couldn't see another note, I'd be just fine because I still can worship my Jesus in so many other ways. Um, and it was just such a freedom mm-hmm. and just I it's hard to explain I'm just so thankful that um that the Lord you know, like like gently just telling me time for some rest, you know, and, and I just didn't want to hear it for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but then, you know, I just I knew I needed to do it. I knew he he's so gentle about it and so kind. But um I was being that disobedient <laughs> child for, for a minute and um, but, man, when you just become obedient, that's, like, kind of towards the posture, mm-hmm. um, towards the Lord. You know, when you become an obedient child, it's not like you're being controlled by this mighty force or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's so gentle, so loving, so kind. Um, it's just such a sweet pocket, like you're talking about, to so just rest in. and um, just cradles you in. It's, like, the perfect, most comfortable place. Um, just resting, you know, at the feet of Jesus, mm-hmm. and just listening to him and
0: learning from him. So, yeah, love that. Yeah, and I think that's so important because there's such a a belief um, that you know that comes into the world and comes into our mind of like, mm-hmm. if I'm not doing something, I must be doing something wrong. <laughs> and I think that's... well, you have to. And I think
2: that's like... Recognize it. i go for it. You have to recognize, you know, the voice of God and, you know, kind of what the world wants you to do versus, you know, what the Lord tells you to do. And so that really sounds easy to say, but it's really hard to do. So, you know, the world wants you to keep striving to be better, to do more, and you have to work harder than that next person to get ahead. And it's, it's very... Competitive, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, people are made to feel less than um, because if you can be better than that person, you'll get farther. And, and that's that's the world talking. Jesus says that He's the one. It's through Him we don't do anything,
1: you mm-hmm. know,
2: except you know, run to the Father. And so, just knowing knowing the difference between the voice of the world and the voice of the Lord, um, that's something I really want to learn more. And, you know, keep keep learning any way I can because it, that is the difference. That is when you start breaking yourself off of the world, um, the world things, and and then start completely, you know, that that place, like you were talking about, that place of surrender, 100%,
1: um,
2: you know, Pasha's the Lord. It's, its just such a difference. It's kind of—it's hard to explain. Actually, I told my friend about a dream. I, I woke up this morning with this, this dream, and it was me, you know, holding on to a balloon like so tight. I didn't want to let go that it. it. just ended up popping and breaking, you know, and cause I just didn't want to let it go. It was just, I was just—I was just holding on to it tighter and tighter and tighter. And I thought the tighter I held on to it then I wouldn't leave it, you know, and then end up popping and breaking and it was no more. And then Jesus showed me a picture of just walking with a balloon on a string and it weighs nothing, you know, and it's mm. just, you know, it was just this picture of you know, my, <laughs> you know, like my, I don't know how you say it, my burden is light. Um, the, the things that you're burdening yourself with are heavy, just give them to me, you know, to be so tight, you know, you're going to hang on, hang on to that balloon so hard that it popped, and just hold the string and walk, that's it, it doesn't even weigh anything, like, it was just a really cool picture of letting go, um, hmm. of everything I was holding on to so tightly,
1: yeah.
2: and just walking in the freedom and the path that he set before me in this new, um, this new, it's a new road in, in my life, in my family's life.
1: Mm-hmm. That
2: we're heading down, and I'm just excited to see now the path that he has me on because it's not one that I chose for myself. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so important to to be in that space and to grow out of it, or not grow out of it, but grow in it. And like you just said, yeah. nail in the head for sure, like just the world's voice and God's voice. And um, next thing that I would like, love to talk through is what flows from the pocket. I think because a lot of times we can think of, oh, like it's really comfortable. It's really like good and secure and safe and whatever. But like actually like we are being um we're being matured. We're actually like seeing ourselves for the first time and like seeing Jesus mm-hmm. as he sees us and um, and seeing Jesus and understanding like who he is. And I think that's really important because we just, as a world, we have a really hard time like understanding like who and what and the things like we know about him, but we, mm-hmm. our culture doesn't know who or how to explain him, or they're just so unsure of how to describe him other than, oh yeah, why well, do this and this and this? But like in the pocket, we get to like actually know. Who he is, identify him as God, and actually know and move through and and with him. We get to live mm-hmm. life with him because he is leading us, and I think that's the most important thing. Like when we are in that place, like we get to see supernatural things happen, like things that are naturally, like let's just say for something that's not supernatural, because that work can be very very fun to people or also very, very <laughs> scary to other people. Um, yeah. because it's just been like <sighs> all over, but yeah. like, let's just say like, um, like finances, because everyone has money or doesn't have money, whichever one that's really Okay. Either way. Um, and you know, like God, God can show you that actually your true worth and your true value is, isn't him, and like that doesn't mean that you don't work or don't apply yourself or whatever like that. But like, when you actually like know who you are, nothing matters. <laughs> nothing matters when you know who you are and whose you are, because you know you that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you know that you you are a daughter of the King, and then you know that you are Jesus, is like that is so important when you know your identity nothing else Mm -hmm. matters and i think that's where it comes down to when we see the overflow because you know when we allow the holy spirit to actually come into our heart into our mind and actually like fill us up instead of the world and social media instagram and podcasts and all this stuff that fills Mm -hmm. your head with all these things you don't
2: know
0: (laughs) you don't know like (laughs) what the heck you're where you're going. Yeah. But when you allow Jesus and the Holy Spirit to actually fill you up, you're like, Oh, I have purpose. I have hope. I have a future. I have identity. Mm-hmm. I know all these things about me. I have all these amazing truths that gifts. I know in gifts. Yeah. And, you know, I'm loved. I'm not used. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I am enough, I'm you forgiven. know, all these different For things. Everything. Like these yeah. things come out of the pocket and they go in to other people. And I think that's what people don't realize because if those pockets just, like, used to, like, fill, 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 like, we should be living in the overflow. Like, that's what God calls us to do, like, be in the fountain of my mercies. (laughs) Like, let that be a place of outpour, not a place of just, oh, let me just fill you up and be super full. Like, no, like, we're called to be filled and to spill. So, in that... And
2: I think that, yeah, like, um... I think that that's something that happens naturally. It's not something that's forced. So um, when you're in that pocket and you're so in love with God and and you're so full of joy and um, sometimes even sorrow, but even in that sorrow, how you're still completely trusting the Lord even through the hard times, you know. And that, but it's just really how you're living your life that other people uh, Uh are interested because they're like, you know, like this really, you know, hard thing happened, but. She's remained, you know, uh, completely in love with Jesus and, you know, says he knows why it happened and we may not get to, but handled it, you know, way better than maybe I would. You know, and those are the things that people that don't know the Lord get curious about. And so it's just simply living your life in in such a way um, that, that shows the fruit of, you know, where all your roots are because uh, if you are to in the Lord, then your fruit is going to be good. And people are going to notice, and you're not even really going to say much. It's more, you know, how you live your life and how you treat others
1: and, you know,
2: that sort of thing that just overflows out of you, like you were saying, living from the overflow. of so Jesus, lavishing us and all His mm-hmm. love on us. Yeah. And then that's why all called us to love our neighbors, love God love our neighbors you know the first few things that have to do with the love These kind of be overflowing with love um jesus is love not your own because i mean obviously it's, it's yours in a way that it's coming from you but but it's like the past is from jesus into you and then out to others you know mm-hmm. it's, it's such a beautiful thing when, when you have that right uh, posture and that right
0: flow
1: you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah and it's just yeah. a really powerful spot because we just want to put everything into a box and call it program and call it a church event <laughs> when, like,
2: yeah.
0: the church was never meant to be an event. It was called to be a place of hope and a place of a constant reminder, constant, yeah. not a day of the week. It's an everyday, you know? And, yeah. and like, when we live... I like
2: to call... Myself, the scribble outside the box. The what? The scribble outside of the box. No. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I don't fit inside of four walls, and yeah, sometimes no. I get me into trouble. I, keep, but I, I kick just boxes over
0: and just destroy yep. <laughs> buildings that are boxy. So sorry,
2: <laughs> tearing down the walls. I just yeah. Hey, pockets don't have
0: walls, so yeah, go ahead. they don't. They don't have walls. <laughs> they just have seams, but you can yeah. just go. Everything just goes up and out. So it's great. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was
2: wondering uh, one of the questions uh, we were going to talk about was heart clothes
0: mm-hmm.
2: and beliefs about the goodness of God. Explain that heart clothes.
0: Yeah. Cloth setting, so it's so important that. for us as people um, because we like to look and great, be great. And, you know, every person, um, well, besides myself, I don't give a crap out what I look like anywhere I go um, I can pretty much like be fine wearing whatever um, yeah. or wearing the same thing over and over again it's pretty fun um, but um, a lot of people <laughs> in general they love to wake up, take a shower look great, be great, feel great get their coffee, 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 coffee all the things and then like <laughs> oh, go to church coffee. and then go to wherever and they spend
2: yeah.
0: all this time like really fine tuning what they are wearing and looking and you know make sure they brush their teeth all these details that are important like hygiene all these different things but the question is do we as people put the same effort and energy into our garment of worship mm. Do we put wow do we put that same amount of effort into our garment of wow like i want to live in this place of actually abiding in jesus every single moment of the day not just in this not when i leave and go to this bible study or whatever it is like when i wake up when i'm taking a shower yeah. all these different things like i want to actually yeah. be in that place so how do we do that and it's called putting on the garment of praise and putting on the garment of thanksgiving like when we wake up like we a lot of people wake up early for work and i get it i but i love it because i'm a morning person so i kind of don't get it (laughs) um but um but you know people like oh my gosh like i they hit their alarm and my mic is being super fun cool um and Within there, like they like, oh my gosh, I gotta get up for work. I have Ten more minutes, so I don't want to get up. Blah, 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 all this stuff. But like when they actually like look at their day, like wow, thank you Jesus, thank you yeah. for this day. Like I get, I'm alive. I have purpose. I have a vision that I can like continue to pursue, and I want to give you the praise. Like, and they look at look at it in that pers- perspective. Like they're not just complaining or grumbling about the day when they start the day they're actually like wanting to worship and rejoice and put on gratitude Mm -hmm. put on their garment of praise Mm -hmm. they're welcoming the holy spirit they're welcoming the goodness of god and they actually believe that god is good because a lot of times we if we don't believe fully that god is who he says he is that will literally impact our whole entire wardrobe of our life (laughs) um because if we just want to go with the flow and go in a freaking fish filet line and do whatever and follow the crowd, then like, that's not what we are here for. We're not here to follow or follow the crowd. We're here to follow Jesus, you know? And like, yeah. we want to be people that are obedient and that are loving him. And, mm-hmm. you know, so if we don't know who he is or believe the things that he says, like he said, he wants to do greater things. He wants us to, like cast out demons and speak in tongues or to have and walk in these like crazy miraculous ways or even just to love our neighbor as ourself or to, you know, look at people in the sight that he sees them, not the way that we see them. Like these very simple mm-hmm. things that are very difficult and very upside down kingdom like then, you know, we have to believe who he says he is. We have to believe who he says we are. We have to believe that he is still doing a great work in us every single day. So when we wake up, we are like, thank you, Jesus, that I am still living on your mission because we're here on mission. We're here with a purpose. We're not here just to watch Netflix and do nothing or go make a lot of money and, you know, spend it all on, entertainment or food like or coffee whatever like you know though everything has a purpose and a vision and and an intent to glorify god you know even if it doesn't look like it like we can use all things to glorify god and like if we look at it and we try and we put effort and put some kind of um like i don't know just desire to learn how to do that then hey like it's it's possible and um, I think a lot of the times we just need to understand that putting on our clothes is actually a symbol of putting on our armor, like, and putting on our praise because we are living in this place. It sounds cliche. It sounds like super churchy to say, Oh, put on your, the armor of God. Like, hello. Yes, please put on the armor of God. Like we're in a, we're in a war, like every single day, guys, like, poyama is a completely it's going to be a place of warriors and people are going to be coming out of it like fighting against the gates of hell with their music with their art all the creative things that they're putting out is going to be literally throwing like all this you know firing (laughs) and firing bullets at the enemy because we're going to be filling the world with hope love jesus and actually, mm-hmm. like, empowering the world to see that it's okay and it's possible to create art and to spread the gospel through through yeah. this this platform, you know? And the enemy oh. hates that, but we are actually equipping people and armoring them up to go and fight. Because <laughs> you don't want them just yeah. to come in and be like, okay, I don't want to put this out there. Like, no, like, you're going to be in this place where we're equipping you, we're growing, and you're, we're going to be an awesome posture and position of equipping so you can go like you don't just get equipped so you can just sit like you get equipped so you can go out and go and tour go and do a photo shoot work with people that don't know jesus work with people that do know jesus and continue to fight with them like and to fight for the gospel to fight against all the craziness that's in the world that's in the entertainment industry it's crazy there's so much junk out there and we our amber and i are like god's calling us to go into, shine a freaking big beam of light into it because Mm -hmm. this is where god is calling us to like shine so brightly in this very dark industry and Mm -hmm. like that's where we want to go because that's where god's calling us to go and it's freaking scary because it is such a dark place but we are not at all gonna be like cowering we're we're pressing in. We're going head first into yeah. literally the gates of hell to say that we're not afraid and we already know who who we are and that we are victorious because of Jesus.
2: Yeah. well said. You have a lot to add to that. was good. Um, uh, <clears throat> last question we had on here was well, you were going to share about what interviews we have coming up for months.
0: Man,
1: Woof.
0: I'm yeah. so excited for March. March wow. is literally this Sunday. Crazy. Yeah, um, Monday. <laughs> yeah, so we have some big, fun interviews coming up here, guys. Woo-hoo. We're we're booked for the, not uh, like all of March and April. Um, so we have uh, my buddy Dilip, who is from, um. Bahrain he is maybe he's a evangelical pastor worship pastor out there and he is just I'm doing amazing work and just him and his family are just such a powerhouse for the kingdom out there um we have actresses and actors that are over in Germany that are beyond. be on we have my buddy Richard who's down in California who is just doing incredible work I'm um, down there he's actually creating another collective space with churches um and mm-hmm. just wanting to empower youth and um and these interviews are not going to be like your typical interview like we have done in the past like the season's gonna be so much of an emphasis on worship mm-hmm. we want to like yeah. really like ask them like okay like what has worship done for you in your career as a artist um in your career as a actor in your career as a photographer as a videographer like what does that look like for you because i think i think we can really think of it only in the context of church and i we just want to like break that real quick like it's not just in church it's everywhere and mm-hmm. and we if it's only confined to these four walls and amber and i are just we are box breakers as we already said like she will <laughs> scribble on you and i will kick you down like by a box like i will stomp on that box bye
2: you make um, me sound so like weak
0: I just have a, <laughs> you said it yourself you said, she oh, says, it's scrib- an aggressive
2: scribble okay <laughs> Yeah,
0: okay, she'll scribble on it with a box knife aggressively <laughs> there we go a box knife that's, that's
2: there we go that's aggressive um it's a glow-in-the-dark box knife
0: yeah, there we go. They make they yeah. make this. <laughs> <laughs> <My new one. laughs> oh my gosh. Um, um and um we also have um pastors that are that have left um the church to go and pursue music, like as creatives. So they oh, just wow. like took their they're like, hey, like we don't like God's called me out of this to go be a full time artists, worship artists. So that's going to be super fun to talk to a pastor from Port or or Puyallup about that, who is actually moving down to Portland. So, oh my gosh, who would have freaking thought that Portland is just the hot spot for revival and things are just coming out of it like left and right. So thank you, Jesus. Um, Also, we're going to be talking with um, a bunch of people that have created their own spaces for this. So songwriting retreats that they do. Um, so shout out to Song Tribe, shout out to my um, worship pastor down in Portland from Horizon Church who is just doing amazing things. She is creating these conferences for people to come and write and learn a specific um, instrument or a specific kind of um, song or genre of music and like how to make that make that like possible aka successful in the real world um and I think that's really cool because I've never heard someone like say like hey come in and you can focus on country music and we want to like make that a place where we can actually push that and make it into a space for the gospel to be shared in this capacity and I'm like uh, mm. what that's amazing wow yeah. um also we may have some bigger artists coming up I'm not gonna say any names because it's still in the woodworks what um is? Hmm? surprises
2: you have to listen, have to listen surprises to
0: yeah lots of <laughs> lots of fun surprises because yeah it's just been a really cool season and lots of support and yeah. thank you guys so much we're excited we're very so much. we're so just I don't know just really thankful I'm in awe that you know mm-hmm. that this season has been an encouraging one for so many people already and that people are just wanting to continue and listen yeah. and be part of it and you know, if you guys haven't checked us out on any of our social platforms yet, please do shameless plug to our <laughs> Insta uh, at PointMAPDX, MAPD, point P-O-I-E-M-A-P-D-X, and also Facebook.com slash pdx Also our website, Um, um And we're going to have blogs up there, so super stoked to get those up there soon. And we also have little... Insert some blurbs about people that have been in the past on our podcast and how to reach out to them and how to get in contact with them. And they are super, super accessible guys and they just want to help. So if you guys are like, hey, I want to hang out with this person, talk to this person, I want to do this, like, please let us know. We will get you in contact with them because we're here as a family. We're not here as a competitive place to say, oh, you're not at this different tier yet. Like, no, like we're here as family community to help and to build and to ultimately build on to co- God's kingdom what he's calling us into and where he's calling us to go.
2: Yeah, well, and as we're pressing into the season of, of worship, um, you know, people might want to have suggestions for a topic maybe that they haven't heard us cover and maybe want, want us to cover. So Mm -hmm. definitely reach out to us for that. Um, And yeah, that would be great. And then also um, if they can like and share our podcast um, that like you can rate um, on iTunes. I know you can rate the podcast and Mm -hmm. just share it with folks and get the word out. And um, also if you want to be interviewed on our podcast or you know, we have a waiting list, but we're happy to take um, your name and maybe give us a brief uh, summary of your your story, or you know, kind of what what you want to be on the podcast for, and we'd love to hear from you.